I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Today, I want to tell Shelly about this book that I discovered on Twitter that I then read in two nights, and now I'm going to tell you about it by proxy because I'm telling Shelly about it. Shelly, ask me what I've been reading. Okay. What you've been reading? (laughs) So I've been reading this sci-fi novel by Elliot Wink, and it's called After Io, like I-O, as in Mm -hmm. the moon of Jupiter. Cool. Uh, it's the first book, apparently, in the Far Light series, mm-hmm. and I discovered it because I was on Twitter doing Twittery things, and Elliot posted something about her launch not quite meeting her expectations for what she wanted her launch to be. And so, mm. of course, whenever somebody is like, man, why didn't this work? I go check out their book because I want to know why it didn't work. And I looked at her book and I was like, I don't know, because this book cover is really cool and the description's really cool. So maybe there just wasn't enough publicity. I'm going to, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to look and see what the writing looks like. Okay. So I did that thing where you can, you know, see the inside of the book with, with the Amazon look inside bit. Oh, right. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you know how sometimes you do something and you're like, oh, I just lost like six hours of my life. Because... (laughs) You fell down the IO rabbit hole. I fell down. I fell through the IO black hole. Yes. So the first line of this book, and I feel secure in sharing this because uh, I've seen Elliot share it in places. And I think it's even in the description on Amazon. The first line is Bryn issued a mayday call 10 hours after she killed her captain. I like it. How can you not want to read the next? Yeah. That gives you so many questions. Why'd she wait 10 hours? Why'd you wait? What's going on? Right. Was it like I killed my captain by accident or like I killed my captain maliciously? And then I had to hide all the evidence before I called for a mayday. So is it a mystery, the whole thing? Or is it is it not a mystery? It's not really a mystery. Like, it's not like you wait till the last line to figure out why. You definitely find out what happened. Okay. And I'm going to try really hard not to do spoilers, even though it's really hard with this book. But... You do like it keeps you it keeps you going because I got to the end of the look inside and I was like, no, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Order, order. (laughs) Don't click the button too many times. Yeah. So I got to the end of the the look inside and I was fully invested and needed to know more. And so I did download it. And then I read until my eyes got tired, which is about half the book. Hmm. And it's not a super long book. It's like, I think in print, it'd be like a hundred and something pages 120 pages it's a pretty short more like a novella yeah um but it it was the right length for the story it was okay and i feel like you could have i'm i'm guessing that she could have made you know one of those like really epic sci-fi books that's like a bajillion pages and you can't afford to print it Mm -hmm. um and so instead she cut it down into these smaller chunks no that's Um, great because like the the murderbot series are small as well but they give you just what you yes. need. Yes. And I think that that's probably kind of where the, the thought process was. I, I, it felt like a contained story. Okay. There was definitely a, okay, but where's the next one at the end? But I felt like the part of the story that I was reading, the arc was complete. And I, it wasn't like, I, it wasn't like dun, dun, dun to be continued. It was like, oh crap, what's happening now? Well, that's good. Because I'm, I'm not really big on ending with a cliffhanger. I, I don't mind there being still questions. 
but I don't want to feel like I'm really at the cliff and I have to get the next book right away. Right. I don't want it to feel like a commercial break. Right. It should be the whole episode is over, but I still want to find out what happens next week. Mm -hmm. I wish this next book was coming out next week. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not. So so let's start with some basics. What do you think of the cover? I love this cover, actually. It's simple in its elements, but it's impactful. It's a space man, like a, well, I say man, space person, mm-hmm. person in a space suit. And there's like purple and blue lights coming in from either side, mm-hmm. so, and like across the, the face mask. So you get this really cool sort of traveling through space effect. And then there's some shading on the title and the author name to sort of pull all that together. It feels really modern, really spacey, but still with like, a throwback feel to like 2001 a space odyssey like you could okay. see how that all connects so it's very um, fitting i thought so it was funny though because so then once i read the book i was really excited about it and then was following her on twitter and like seeing what other people were saying and she posted this tweet that was like so someone said that you they couldn't tell my genre from the cover of my book and i was what? like wow, <laughs> what could it be it, it, it's it's an astronaut let me let me just save everyone out there some time. If there's an astronaut or a spaceship on the cover of your book, it's science fiction. No, surely it's a if pirate there's an romance. Astronaut or a spaceship on the cover of your book, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not science fiction. You need a new cover. Yes, because obviously you've done something wrong. If that is not a science fiction book, right? So let's let's kind of take that. So we know it is science fiction. Did she not provide? I mean, you said it wasn't a mystery. It's not a romance. So it, it's straight sci-fi. So for me, the, the astronaut would work. Did it veer from that? Uh, no. I, okay. I, the mystery, if in so much as there is one, is the same kind of mystery as you have when you watch like Firefly. You know, like, okay. you know, there's Reavers out there. You don't really know where they came from and they're kind of trying to figure it out. But it's it's not like a mystery story. There's just a thing you don't really know and you're kind of trying to find out what's going on as you go. Okay. Yeah, then I think that cover makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I heard some people describe it as like what they call a space opera, which then we had a mm. whole conversation about what makes it a space opera and why does do only space people get operas? I'm like, why don't we have desert operas and like <laughs> sea operas? But that was a whole other thing and it's not relevant. Um, <laughs> we'll go down that rabbit hole some other night. <laughs> some other night we'll talk about weird genre specific things, yes. So I just read the back of it and I... So she's using the same name as my main character in my book. <laughs> oh, no. Which is kind of fun. So yeah. that just gave me a second reason to go buy it. But I've already ordered it, so. Oh, good. Because it, it's really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And like, you know, I come across a lot of people's books on Twitter. And some of them I'm instantly like, yes. And some mm-hmm. of them I'm not sure about. And I don't read all the sci-fi out there, but I read select right. sci-fi, and this one was one I was happy to have picked up. I think that the characters are really engaging. Mm-hmm. You kind of get a sort of floating POV thing that happens where you're in Bryn's head for a while, and then you're in some other people's heads, and you sort of shift back and forth, and it's it's a really comfortable shift, though. You don't feel jarred by it. Okay. And you do get to know the people kind of before and during the bad thing, so that okay. when... Look at you carefully avoiding spoilers. I know. When the bad things start, because of course, like you start with 
murdering my captain, there's a little bit of backtracking to, you know, tell us how did we get there. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that happens kind of before the beginning, Mm -hmm. but after, feels like, I mean, it's sci-fi, but it's not like flashing light sci-fi. Like they're in space and it matters that they're in space Mm -hmm. and it matters what they're doing. They're actually transporting some some miners who are going to go mine some precious material out of the moon of Io. Okay. But they're like a, a hired ship that's transporting them and their equipment and then the miners are going to do the thing and then they're going to leave. That's the plan. Okay. And so like all of that like the space setting is 100% essential to the plot. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate because I don't like to read a sci-fi novel where the space setting is like an afterthought. Right, it could be anywhere and they just happen to say it's on a spaceship. Right. But it also wasn't the kind of science-y space book where you read it and you're like, I need a degree in physics to understand why this is important. I usually skim those areas. (laughs) I mean, there's some great, like, uh, Arthur C. Clarke does some beautiful work in that area. But you do sometimes feel like, am I smart enough to read this? (laughs) Well, for me, if it starts going into all the the technical stuff, I'm like, uh, words. There's some words. Nope, nope, moving on. Okay, dialogue. There we go. <laughs> so she gives just enough technical stuff to make it make sense that it's in space without completely making it overboard. Right. So there's things like you need to maintain an air seal because you're in space, right? Gravity is artificial because you're in space. Things mm-hmm. like that. But she doesn't get like deep into the technicals of like what that means or how those mechanisms work. You don't know how the gra- gravity system works. You just know there is one. Okay. And that's enough for me because I don't, you know, I'm not looking for that level of science in my reading. If you are looking for that like hard sci-fi, this isn't really that. This is more character driven in a sci-fi setting, but the setting still matters a lot. Okay. Now, I mean, she had me sold on that first line that you said. So, I mean, if it leaves, lives up to even like part of that, I'm all in. I'm surprised she had a difficult yeah. launch. Did she ever go into why she thought it might have been hard? Did she not promote it much? Yeah, that what I gathered was her promotion was fairly limited in terms of, you know, like a single channel launch. Okay. As opposed to like omni-channel where you're trying to get the word out in as many places as possible. I think a lot of her efforts were focused on Twitter. Oh, um, okay. Which is a great place to interact mm-hmm. and to, you know, I've definitely sold books where I can say, oh yeah, that's because of Twitter. But I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say any social media channel can be your one place to tell people that you have a book. I don't think for your first book, definitely for that first book, you've got to tell the world everywhere. And then maybe when people start to know who you are, then you could maybe single channel it a bit more. There's just so much out there though. Even like I did the anthology Mm -hmm. like a year and a half ago or whatever it was. It was in 2020, however long ago that was. So we did this anthology and it was it was very main focused, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a regional thing. And we did promotion like it felt like everywhere. You know, we had we we were on TV and we were on the radio and I had all this social media stuff and I had other organizations in the state doing social media and mm-hmm. like I felt like we were everywhere. And then I would talk to people, like people I knew even. Mm-hmm. Who I would say, oh yeah, the anthology, and they'd be like, the what? Tell me about it. What? Oh my on? gosh! <laughs> and so, it's like I feel like that's all I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. So I, I think that's important when you're when you're launching something new is that it feels like you're just constantly talking about this thing, and like how could anyone in the universe not know it exists? 
Mm-hmm. But the truth is, there's a lot of channels, you know, there's a lot of things going on. People aren't necessarily focused on your book, even though right. you're 100% focused on it. So the more you can talk about it, and the more places you can talk about it, without driving yourself insane, because like, whoa, um, then the better off you are. But this has turned into a marketing thing instead of a book review. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you'd already sold me on the books. <laughs> But and I don't want to I don't want to get any spoilers because I'm going to be reading it on Friday. So (laughs) it's really hard to review a book and not be like, oh, my God, you guys, this book, because I don't want to give away things. I know I had that same problem. Like, let me see. What can I tell you that wouldn't give something away? Right. Because even if it's not a spoiler, people want to learn it while they read it. Right. Right. And I don't I don't want to give away anything that's going to be like. So I'm going to not, but. All right. So what would you say, let's think without giving a spoiler, what were the characters like? Like, what was the main character like? The main character was really interesting to me. She was multidimensional and kind of in some ways, like easily swayed by the people around her. Okay. Um, so like you felt like if you were the kind of person who like wanted to have a, a, a big conversation, she'd do that. And if you were the kind of person who wanted to sit quietly, she'd do that. She was sort of malleable to the people around her. She was also had some, I guess, like complexity of thought to where like you, you understood her decision making always, okay. but you didn't always agree with the decision she made. I mean, that's human. Yes. Now, is there any romance in it? Because that's a big question for some people. There's no romance. I was going to say, I know what makes Emma so happy. There was no romance in this book. (laughs) There was no romance. And like, I mean, again, I don't know what's going to happen going forward, but this was a, there was a situation and things were happening and we're dealing with the things and, you know, people's relationships mattered, but there was no romance. And I really appreciated that. And the main characters are majority female. So I think there's like one or two characters mentioned who are male, Mm -hmm. but it's a female dominant cast in a space story. So that's very cool as well. So we can wrap it up by saying that it was a well-written book with intriguing characters that you can't wait to read book two of? Yeah, yes, we can. And we have no idea why it didn't market well. We have no idea why it didn't market well. I think this one's going to be a slow burn. I think book two and three and whatever is going to come out and people are going to, you know, this is going to ramp up because I think as people discover this book, they are going to want more. If Mm -hmm. you are a diehard, hard sci-fi reader who wants all the science up front, this is not the book for you. If you are a you're comfortable in the sci-fi world. You probably have done some other reading or you've watched some, you know, TV shows set in sci-fi world. You'll be very comfortable here. And if you like character driven and you don't mind the sci-fi element, you can read this book too. Perfect. So now you all know. Go out and buy After I.O. Go out and buy After I.O. by Elliot Wayne. It is. 